Hello and welcome to episode 82 of the Flames Fancast. It is the evening of July 13th, free agency 2022, and it is the first few hours of a Goudreau-less Flames franchise. Do you think (laughs) this is perhaps one of the darkest days in club history? Uh, That's an exaggeration. It's not the darkest day. It's not one of the darkest days. You remember, you remember the Young Gun era? That was pretty dark days. It seems to be a culmination of a lot of failures coming together. I'm not, but you and I were prepared for this. Yeah. But I mean, it still doesn't make it any better we, when it we happens. We could go back many shows ago and, you know, we're talking about Johnny not staying. He's not, he wasn't staying. He, he didn't stay. So, not really surprised. Surprised by Columbus? Not surprised he left. Surprised by that contract, too. Yeah. I guess it's not about money. It's about... <laughs> Being... I, don't know, I don't know what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like, if he ended up on any of those East Coast teams, like New Jersey, Rangers, Philly, I mean, whoever, you, you'd think that it was more about the location. I, yeah. I realize Columbus is closer to home, but it's like, was it really worth all that for to cut out, like, what, three hours on a flight? I I don't know. I'm not. I I don't know. <laughs> but I'm not Johnny. You know. I feel like his agent has completely failed him this whole time. Did did he have this? Is this the same guy? No. That no. kind of held out during his RFA. No clue. And like signed him to a cheap contract. That was an contract. amazing contract. That was by an the way. amazing. That contract. was the. That was the heyday of Brad Treliving, and now we're seeing, <laughs> like you know, the episode seven Harrison Ford kind of Brad Treliving. Yeah. This is a bad Star Wars reference, but... No, but it's, it's exactly what it is. I mean, I think... I think he's a bit lost. Doesn't know what to do right now. What do you do? When we, how, do you, how do you replace this? Like, we should have... There should have been a contingency plan in place, and it, it doesn't look like it materialized unless we sign every depth player in the NHL. Because that's basically what we did today. So... I don't know, man. Like, I mean, what do we do now? Like, <sighs> let's. <laughs> I mean, look, like your. That's ro- the big question. Your roster. That is the big question. What do we do now? So let's talk about the other because we're gonna probably jump on Johnny quite a bit, but um, the other guys that we lost. Goodbranson. We lost Goodbranson. I think that's it. Well, we didn't. Uh, Trevor Lewis and Z- Zadorov resigned. Resigned, and then we gave qualifying offers to. Yeah. Like a whole whack of Tyler players. Parsons and some other guy weren't qualified. Tyler Parsons, what a what a disappointment that was. Highly touted goalie prospect, never never played a minute in the NHL. I think maybe a few, not a lot, but damn, that sucked. I mean, the thing is, like right now, you're there's a fork in the road with this franchise because you lost your what was the franchise player, right? Um, you don't have any like notable defenders that stand out. No. You have right now your standout forwards are Kachuk, Lindholm, Lindholm Monge. Monge. Um then you have that beautiful You you have like a like a <laughs> you kind of have like an honorable shout out to Backlund only because of what he did in the playoffs, but you know he's going to just well, lay an egg in the season. I mean, the Kachuk issue needs to get sorted first and foremost. Sign 8 years now. 
sign a deal or trade. You have to trade that guy. We cannot lose another asset like this. And if it's Kachuk's getting traded, you need to commit to a full rebuild. Like Johnny Goudreau kind of forced for living's hand here. Because last season, we played so well and these guys clicked. We made it work. You know, we, we finished first in the Pacific, right? But we made it. We tried to make it work for Johnny specifically for a number of years. Yeah, well... He was the focal point. Listen, Edmonton is not going to suck as much this year. Vegas is not going to not miss the playoffs. Um, and then any one of those other teams could, could come in there. But, you know, they're also bad. But we need to be worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, who's notable out there right now that we could sign as a free Hadry's agent? Hadry's left. Right. And do you really I mean, want to, like... John Klingberg's left. I don't know after that. But the reality is, like, these guys are not going to sign for under what? Kadri, you're probably looking at 8 million. Kadri's not the answer. I don't think he wants to come to Calgary, so don't sign that guy. And then what about Klingberg? Honestly, what you should be doing is offloading these players, offloading Kachuk, getting a ton of prospects. And you know what? It's time to let our Matthew Phillips play. It's time to let Coronado and Zari have a go. Like, 2021. There are a bunch of successful 2021-year-olds in the NHL. It's time to take the cotton wool off these prospects and, you know, hit the ground running. Doesn't matter if we lose a bunch of games because you're going to be in a really talented draft pool. You could get a generational talent. Yeah. And that's that's what we need to be doing because what are the options? Finishing, like, 17th, 18th in the league? That's dreary. That's yeah, you an don't awful that. place to be. And it's just you know, chasing a wild card spot. Just be out of the playoffs, but like mathematically eliminated by February. That should be our goal. <laughs> February's early, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and put then, in a good effort till like, you know, till like, you know, November. And then just really start that slide December, January, and then just call it a day in February. <laughs> Just a dismal hockey year. But, you know, you know what's going to happen, right? Like, even if we, let's hypothetically say we purposely tank, watch we're, us not get the first we're overall. Not, we're not. We're not going to do that. We won't. Like, what we're talking about right now is not even a can, possibility. Can you see Sutter doing that? No. Sutter is, no. Sutter is a winner. And that guy will never purposely I mean, lose. Living could take it out of his hands and make the team so bad. He tries to win with that team. Like, Living has to take the reins and being like, I'm going to build you a team that sucks <laughs> so that you still play as hard as you can, but they're just not good enough. Right. And, you know, but the problem with that is you could have a bunch of players with something to prove, right? Right. Like, how do we be as bad as a Montreal or an Arizona? Like, how do you get that bad? We need to trade for Phil Kessel. That's what we need to do. Hey, he's a, he's a UFA. He's a UFA? <laughs> oh, we should sign him. <laughs> Yeah, you could like you could kind of give all these guys a renaissance for one season. You know they're gonna fail, but then you can just hide behind the guise of all these one year contracts. Leave leave a lot of space. And well, you got PK Subban, you got Kessel, you got Bergeron, you got Kessler. Bergeron's a UFA. Yeah. Oh shit. I mean, Radulov, Boychuk. <laughs> Get out there. Get them. Like, look look at these. Like all these guys are in like their mid to late thirties. Like it's not. None of this is plausible. Um, so basically, we are resigned to the fact that we should blow it up, but we're not going to. 
Yeah, we're not. So here's here's probably what's going to happen. We re-sign... Obviously, we're going to re-sign Kachuk. My worry is that he's going to sign for what? Are we going to re-sign him? Well, I mean, if you, if you trade him, that means you're dedicated to a rebuild. I... He's, I think he accepts his qualifying offer and goes to UFA the next year. Yeah, we can't, I think we can't tra- go through I that think again. you trade him before the season starts. Or you trade him. You have to trade this guy. Okay, so there's nobody now. Listen, you, put the, you, you go to Matthew Kachuk now. You give him the money in term. You are the face of this franchise, Matthew. Here's the deal. Sign. Or if he doesn't sign, trade. That's it. Yeah, and there, I think there's a lot of teams out there screaming for a kind of an elite player after losing out on Goudreau, namely New Jersey. You know, maybe even New York Islanders a little bit. Like Philadelphia is so fucked they can't. They, like, it wasn't even close. There's no chance for him to go to Philly, zero, because they're just messed up. But I mean, we have to we have to get something for Matthew Kachuk. We have to. Yeah, we can't. There's so there's two schools of thought right now. Like the, what's been going on with the Flames for like the last ten years is that we've been doing this consistent retooling, 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 trying to make this team more and more successful every year. Everyone has a different definition of success, but I think ultimately every fan believes that the pinnacle of a club is to win the cup. Now, if you're in a situation now where you look at our roster and you're like. Okay, so there is nothing here on paper that's going to scream at me that we can make a run, right? No. So this is so the people that were getting mad at me for saying things like, you know, you might as well do some portfolio management here and try to get at least something out of Johnny. Now you can't get mad at me because the number one thing people would say to me is, well, without Johnny, you're not making a run, and right now we have a good chance of making a run. Fine. Okay. Yeah. But now, but now, now there is no excuse like that. But so I, even though I don't fucking believe in that bullshit, what I'm saying now is that there is nothing here for us outside of a, we have a good goalie who choked. We don't have any standout defenders and our best players, Kachuk. And Kachuk, in fairness, has not stood out in any playoff so far. So nobody can tell me that Kachuk is going to lead this team because right now, we, we past results. We don't have a leader. Yeah, past results do not equal, or well, in this case, past results do equal what I think is going to happen. So get rid of him. Get rid of him fast and get that fucking value out of him. And don't trade him last minute where like the season's about to start or if training camps begin, because a lot of these clubs don't want to fucking fork out top dollar for these guys if they're coming in late. The trade should happen now, in my Agreed. opinion. Agreed, yeah. But get, get it done now. I Commit to a rebuild. Trelilling has to figure out what he's going to do because you, you also have a number of assets coming valuable in a few years. Like Lind, Lindholm's here for, what, two more years? Yeah. Next year, that's a great trade deadline deal that's going to fetch you picks and prospects, yeah. I think. Like if he continues to perform at that level, even Backland, right? And then if you want to bring those guys back, you can, but you have to start over. And we can't get rid of Backland. It's an impossible contract on load. And we're not going to get much value for him. You, you have to do. start over. And it, it, yeah. it, it, it's got to be built from the ground up. And, you know, you can, you can work with this decor. I was kind of hoping you would call me out on the Ryan Kessler thing, but you didn't. Ryan Kessler thing? Well, he's not actually, like, available. I said, you said Kessler? You mean Phil yeah. Kessel? No, I said Ryan Kessler. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even notice. <laughs> see, he's it shows retired. that you don't... Li- I know, that was a joke. I, see, it shows how much you listen to me, honestly. I don't know what this relationship's about anymore. I'm well trained. 
<laughs> uh, anyway. No, no, but I mean, something like something's got to give here, Brad. Something's got to give, <laughs> Brad. And you have to blow this up and start again because it's just not working. Like the eight years of Johnny Goudreau never let us anywhere past a second round finish where yeah. we were out both times in five. Best of my memory to Anaheim and to Edmonton. Agreed. That and is not, and then you finished first and you finished in the Pacific one year, second in the NHL another year. Like, you know, Johnny's not going to lead Columbus to any greatness by any measure, but whatever. Like they made a splash. They did something. Well, he's going to be a compliment to that, whatever just, that piece is. I just don't care. Like, whatever, good for them. Like, go for it. You do, you do whatever you're going to do, but we need to. Like, if Kachuk does not want to be here fundamentally, he needs to go. And we need players who want to be here, and you need to rebuild from, from the ground up. And you can start with that decor. I mean, another great chip we'll have for trade is Markstrom. Like, and then just keep Vladar? Yeah, give Wolf a chance. I like Vladar, actually. I thought he was pretty I, fucking solid, I like Vladar, solid, too. Man. But, like, give Wolf a chance. And, you know, Markstrom, you don't have to trade him right away, but... The right offer comes around from a team who needs him. You know who should have been after us for Markstrom, honestly? He's Edmonton. Oh, yeah, for but sure. they don't have anything probably Didn't they get want. a Toronto's goalie? Yeah, Campbell, but I come mean, on, man. That's fine. I mean, that, hey, look, if they, whatever. You're paying that guy $5 million a year for the next five years? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I, I like your point. It's like, why don't we start, you know, you offload what you can graduate some of your assets right now so you have an entire line from the uh from our ahl team uh phillips Pelche, and godden right these guys combined for something like a hundred and or almost 200 points godden's um, gone by the way oh he's gone now. yeah oh well there you go he's gone oh. somewhere else so. oh yeah that's right that's right that was, but you got rosishka right yeah so Put Pelche, those three. Pelche's there. Phillips is there. Yeah, Phillips is Phillips, 24, man. This it, guy needs to play. You got to graduate him at yeah. some point. Phillips is a right winger. Pelche's a left winger. Ruzicka, dead center in the middle. You're fine. Make them one line. And you know what? If Kachuk isn't signing, throw some money at Manj. Eight years. Eight years, five, six million. I could live with that. I could live with that too because you got him in his prime. Yeah, I could time. live with that. And you got a guy who's going to stay here and you got a piece to build around. You got a bit of veteran presence, you know. But, I mean, he's 20, 26. He's but not you see, really like, a veteran. But. How long ago was it that we did that AHL line? That was like three seasons ago. Remember? And it was like Manjipani was on that line. And then, um, oh, fuck. I can't remember their names now. Do but they? I, no. It'll come to me later, but the point is it that wasn't like Jankowski we, or anything was it? Actually, I think it was. What a bust! Well, that whatever. Guy was. Anyway, the point Jesus is the point fuck. I'm trying to make is dedicate one line to this to these top three AHL guys that we have. I agree. Why the fuck not? Graduate them, and then uh, yeah, like if you get a great offer for Markstrom, do it. If you get like a half-assed offer for Backlund, why the fuck not? I mean, how many years does he have left now at this point? Two or three. Right. So. Yeah, fuck. That contract is like infinity. But, yeah, he's done in 2024. But You know, and next year too, Lucic, this is his last year. Monaghan, this is his last year. Doesn't look like we're going to have cap problems this year, so we can take a contract too. Take a contract for some picks, man. Yeah, I mean, 
like let's get something done and because right now the only guys you got really long term at this point is Coleman um Markstrom Anderson and Markstrom yeah I like having those are Anderson I'm fine with like he's not gonna be he's at four and a half like whatever I wouldn't be upset if we locked up Hannafin for a long term too wow that's a turn yeah, it's just steady. Yeah, I, I think you should try to keep the D a bit it's like steady. You, it's like you, you know, grew up a little bit. We don't need to lose every game 7 nothing. I'm happy with like a 3-1 empty netter kind of loss. Oh, we tried. We were in it. but Right. You still need to have good players on your team. I mean, you can't just destroy your culture, but we need to find that delicate balance between sucking and you know still wanting to win. No, look like we want to win, but just pure out suck. No, I mean, Treliving has to give Sutter the tools that makes winning impossible, but those players still want to win. And the culture in oh, them is ingrained okay. to win. That's what he needs to do. <laughs> I like that. that. Yeah, that's what you need to do. Like, absolutely gut everything. Get these players, but... And hope that some of these players that you trade, if you get a first round out of them, that they tank too at some point because they yeah. sucked or had bad... In- like, they could have had like a, just a really unlucky year and like, they're just fucking second last. It'd be amazing if you had their first round pick too. Like yeah. imagine getting the top two in this upcoming draft. Not bad. Getting pick one and two? Yeah. There's no way. That'd There's be fucking a, hilarious. You'd, you'd be set for life. <laughs> you get those two. They're good players that, I don't know his name, Mitch Kov, but Connor Bedard, man. Oh, yeah. Bedard is. You, but I had, this, I had this discussion with my brother. Um, he made a good point. So you get Bedard, let's say. Right, but you still need the other tools to make it work, right? Like that's a down the road problem. I know, but it's not like it, how long did it take for basically Colorado to win this cup? Like it's not like it happened right after they drafted McKinnon. It took yeah. a few years. No, right? but they sucked for many years. Yeah, and they sucked, and so and then they got good, and then they sucked again, and then they got the cup. Yeah, right. So but that's how it's got to be. I know, but like I, I look at that and my lesson out of this whole thing is like you don't want to be the team that's always this like fucking consistent no. B plus. Mid, mid-table you, mediocrity. You want, you want the team that goes fucking F, D minus, like C minus, and then A plus, and then F, and then A plus again. Like yep. you need guys, you need teams like that because if there's any lesson to be learned in the NHL is that failure equals success. And so... <laughs> I look at some of the last few Stanley Cup winners and they, Colorado had a, I don't know if they purposely tanked. I, I, I feel like they kind of did that year, um, the year before McKinnon, but I know Pittsburgh purposely tanked and I know, um, I guess Edmonton did and they still haven't had that success and hopefully they never do, but you know, they would be added to the list if they want, right? The reality is this, like when you look at a team that got that first overall, that was that generational talent, you know that they always have a chance. I never felt that with the Flames. Maybe this season was like the season where I felt maybe like a smidge of that was coming through in my brain and my heart. But for the last 10, 15 years, dude, I have not ever felt like we ever really had a chance. Because I think, honestly, I think management wants us to be quote-unquote, competitive. Right. And a, a competitive team in the NHL is... And we've, we've been competitive. We haven't been 
blown out of the water and we've been competing for playoff spots, but it's hurting us now because we're finishing 20th, 18th, 19th, sometimes like 8th, sometimes 2nd. And it just hurts us because we can't perform in the playoffs. Yeah. If we could perform in the playoffs consistently and we had a core that clicked, we'd be fine. Sometimes we've had a first line that was often sometimes called one of the best in the NHL. Thinking like Monaghan, Goudreau, Lindholm. Well, we were Kachuk. dominant. We were dominant Goudreau, this season. Lindholm. Yeah, we were but, dominant. But, but again, but... like this regular season does not translate to playoff performance, especially with the Flames. Especially with the Flames. We always seem to choke the higher we finish. We need to retool. And you know, the funny thing is like... Oil's high. Ride the corporate boom. (laughs) Just have the beer flowing in the dome. Like, just fill the seats. Have a good time. Out of the playoffs for two or three years. Rebuild. You, You have to keep in mind is that like... It's not a strategy slash... uh tactic to build a team and hope for a generational pick right so in fairness to the flames they were doing it right if the league did that whole draft process correct but they fucked it up and so teams like the flames actually suffered for doing what i believe is actually the right and competitive thing right is to keep building what you have retool it retool it retool it make it as good as you can and then go for it right that's kind of what we did. We took that chance of saying like, well, we know we're probably going to lose Goudreau 90%, but this is our best chance, so we're just going to fucking go for it. Yeah, no, right? I, it made sense to keep Goudreau right. this year. But and I disagree, but like, but that's, but that was the way they wanted to do it. It made right? sense even more when we were first in the Pacific. Whatever. They're not, they're just not going to No, but him. like, all I'm trying to say is that like, I kind of feel dirty just even thinking about the idea that yeah, we should I be know. tanking. It's, it's, it shouldn't be a thing that happens. Yeah, like we shouldn't be like trying to like, get a generational there, There's talent. just way too much conversation about it. And there's way too much, like look at Chicago. Everyone's just like, oh, they're tanking for Bedard. It's so obvious. And yeah. that should not be... It shouldn't be the way it is. I don't know, but how do you... How do you this is what you've created in a salary cap world, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, this is what you've created with the draft lottery. And, and, and honestly, if you finish out of the playoffs, you should have every pick should be up for lottery, to be honest. But maybe you could wait it somehow. But finishing last shouldn't be rewarded because... Well, especially know. if you purposely do it, right? Like, you know, that's, but that's the thing. Like, it, but it's such a game changer. When I look at any club that has generational talent, like let's let's name off. So the Capitals have Ovechkin, the Penguins had you know uh, Crosby, Malkin, whatever. Oilers have McDavid, Colorado's McKinnon. I can keep going. Even when these guys sucked, all these teams sucked. There was always something to look forward to, and it's always like, well, we have this guy, so there's always going to be a chance for us to do something. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so the Flames never really had that for a long probably since Aginla. No, we never right? that, we never yeah. really had that guy that we were always like gave us that glimmer of hope. And I look at I look at the Oilers now and I fear that that as long as McDavid is still there, they always have that glimmer of hope that it's like eventually they will retool that club enough that he will be complimented properly and they'll win. And I look at Toronto the same way. Because Matthews, what is this? Is like fifth year or whatever it is? No clue. Whatever. 
it's not important. The, the point is there is that Matthews had a breakout fucking amazing year, goal scoring wise, right? Yeah. So when I look at that, I'm like, okay, well, Toronto's only like a few retoolings away from becoming a legitimate cup contender because they have Matthews, right? So I, again, like... I mean, they took Tampa to seven. For sure. And to be honest, like, I think if they got through that Tampa, uh, got through Tampa that round, I think they would have made the final. But they don't have a goalie, you know, they didn't have this and that, whatever. But the second they tool properly, it's over. They, they should win something, right? Anyway, it's come back to that point of like, should the NHL be like this? Fuck no. It shouldn't be to a point where it's like you're just fucking looking for that generational guy to like be your spark. And I don't remember really the last team. Like I look at the LA Kings franchise, like when they won two in a row there. It's not like there was like the fucking stud of a star player. Everyone just played well. And I feel like that was yeah, the last but they, time. But they made a lot of... Um, a lot of trades for a lot of good players. Right. But they, and they went for it. Like, and they, went they had for a plan it, and they, and they got went it, for it. And then they yeah. sucked. Oh, yeah. But whatever. It's, it's worth it. I but trade it, that I agree. any day. I, I agree. And that's the last example I can think of where a team kind of just went for it all without like the stalwart guy, like the standout stalwart guy. And they fucking did it. Like, if anything, Quick was the standout guy. Uh, Drew he was Doughty was unreal. pretty good, too. And Doughty was yeah. unreal, too. But these guys aren't, like, your McDavid's, your Crosby's. No, no. Right? Not the superstar caliber. Right. Yeah. So, we, like, the Flames tried to take a page out of that book for years, I think. I right? think we had, not, we had the components. They just, the players didn't execute. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, we had, outside of Markstrom, we had most of that core that hasn't shown anything. Right, yeah. so I, I just, I don't I know. know. Like There's I, just, no, it, the answer is just kaboom. My answer, sorry, my, I'm more than happy. I'd be ecstatic if everyone dunked on me if the Flames won the cup this year, for saying things like we should have traded. But man, you got to play the percentages, dude. There's no way we're winning the cup this year. No, I meant the the season that just finished. Oh yeah, yeah. no kidding, of course. But, but we, I just knew it wasn't going to happen. It just, yeah, we weren't close. Yeah. But, um, now the way, the way it ended, I wasn't expecting that, but regardless, the, the end result is the same. We went golfing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow. so Johnny's gone. Kachuk's likely gone. Got a couple RFAs to sign. Manj, Shillington. Yeah. More roster spots to fill. Hopefully we give the young kids a chance. I mean, how do you feel about Goudreau's legacy in Calgary? It was like, to sum it up, I think it was just like, I wish I could say over-promised, under-delivered just as a, as a joke, but it, it's not, it wasn't like that. I think it was a, it was, it was such a good, it had such good potential. And I think at some points he failed us, but at some points we failed him. We didn't build the right components for him, but at the same time, we gave it enough chances. But to me, he's, he's not the guy you build around. He's the, he's the final piece of the puzzle that yes, makes you a success. But the, and, sorry, and that's, what I, that's a better way of putting it. Like, that's kind of what I mean. Like The, the environment that and we were trying to build around, right, not the a structure, cornerstone, but a... Right, the structure of the roster 
did not complement what we could have done with him. Like we could have utilized him very differently. Um, so that's kind of on us. But in fairness, you know, he was given all the opportunity in the world to do what we were hoping he would do too, right? So for me, it was it's a it was amazing having him. It was fun to watch him. And I honestly think he did elevate the club during his tenure, like more times than not. But overall, like, I just wish it, it could have been more. Yeah. I mean, it's a business at the end of the day. It was absolutely his prerogative to walk, do whatever he wanted. He didn't have to inform us at the 11th hour. Whatever, that was kind of a cheap shot. But, I mean, it's his right. It's his right to do so. It's on us for not managing our assets properly. I, I and mean, that's why we can't do that with Kachuk. I agree. And especially, there's no excuse to not trade him now. And right? then, well, there needs to be, I think, with one year left on the contract, you need to be like, listen, are you re-upping with us? Or what's happening here? Because if it's not happening, then... Yeah, we need you dedicated. Out the door. Yeah, like, we need right? to try again because we're going to get something for you because losing all these players for nothing is hurting our club. And it's not doing us any good. But, right. you know, for me... <sighs> Like, I, I imagine well, if I was in the stadium on his uh, return from with, with Columbus visits Calgary January 23rd, like, I wouldn't cheer. I wouldn't boo. I'm just like, whatever, man. Like, yeah, they, I mean, just you play hockey, do your thing. You can't boo the guy. Like, I mean, there's nothing to, like, it, he didn't fuck us over. Like, he gave his best years with us. Like, it's not like he purposely it's sucked just, or whatever. It's just ambivalence it was, now. Like, it is. Like, if anything, there was a bitterness toward Johnny, like, under that first RFA debacle. But outside of that, there was nothing that he outright did bad to us. Like he didn't, like he didn't fuck us over. Like no, maybe, like, maybe the 11th hour listen, thing like, was stupid. You but. were a great player in the regular season, but honestly, man, you didn't show up in the playoffs. That last shift against Edmonton always plays in my head. It's come up a few times on Twitter. Like he just, there's just no effort, right? He's already on the airplane as they'd say. Yeah. And that's just kind of a, you know, there's there's good memories, but there's there's bad ones too. And yeah. that Colorado series where you just got absolutely spooked and I mean I was more disappointed when Aginla left. I was more disappointed when Flurry left. I was actually even more disappointed when Newendike left. This was but more this was you had more time to prepare for this. Yeah, these were these were different. This was a writing was on the wall for a long yeah, time. Like this was like the it's like the relationship you have like that, like, you know, is going to fucking end and you just keep prolonging it. Like, cause and it has all this potential and you're like, fuck, it's not going to work. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it's done. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> that was a deep and thoughtful I mean, there's, side. there's nothing else to say. Like, yeah, I mean, you're not I gonna, wish him the best. You're I not going to win any cups in Columbus. I don't know why you went there. It doesn't make sense. But again, I'm not Johnny. I don't have to justify my decision to anybody. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, he but, doesn't get fucked. You know, maybe it's a blessing in disguise that he kind of forced Trilliving's hand to do something without Johnny because I think another eight years of Johnny would have just been another eight years of stagnation. I agree. So maybe this yeah. is a chance for us to say, to hit the reset button hard because it just, it just wasn't going to get done unless we somehow brought in like a freaking, I don't know, McKinnon or a McDavid, but that's never going to happen. So anything else on Johnny? No, I mean, in general, like if you look at the team now, 
Our forwards, we got Backlund, Lucic, Coleman, Lindholm, Toffoli, Dubé, Rune, Lewis, <laughs> Mangiapane, and Kachuk. Yeah. I mean, not horrible, right? But not going to do anything for us. <clears throat> Defense, we got Hannafin, Anderson, Tanev, Valmaki, Malosh, Mackey, Dennis Gilbert. <laughs> Why can't I say that without laughing? Every seven hundred and fifty thousand, yeah, player that you could find. But I mean, and we you, resigned Nick Zadorov. How obviously. do you feel about our first day in free agent frenzy? Not great. I mean, we're we're signing. Whatever, it's fine. I don't really know what the signing of Kevin Rooney does for me, but it makes it hard for Sutter to win games. I guess, but you're paying him, you're paying him a lot for a guy that gets like twelve points. He's probably like nine feet tall and 400 pounds. <laughs> That's probably why we signed him. Rune. Yeah, he um, didn't have a great year last year. Um, but anyway, it could be, yeah, just fill in the roster spot and maybe they're going to do what you think they're going to do. <laughs> the Flames just had to get someone right at 10 o'clock and be like, we know what we're doing. Kevin Rooney. <laughs> well, we re-signed Lewis, you know, who's apparently the glue in the dressing room. Great. Um, okay, boys, Johnny's gone, but it's all right. Okay, we got, we got, we got me. We got Kevin Rooney. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm expecting more action in the next couple weeks here. Like, we should be doing something. Something, a direction needs to be taken clearly. We need to make a decision. And hopefully that decision is not a Nazem Kadri type decision or a... a, a yeah, I feel f- like it, it, that f- would be just a knee-jerk. A try and replace Johnny with aggregate type thing. Just just suck, please. But, or graduate. Graduate. Yeah, but graduating usually means sucking too, which is fine. That's fine, but, but like, give what, if, experience. what if some of these guys like actually turn it up in the season? Great. That's great for us. That's great for but us. But it wouldn't be great if we finished 15th. <laughs> no, that's awful. Because <laughs> that's the worst thing that could happen. 15th in the West. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where we can finish. Well done. <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean, right? It's like but I mean, Seattle's bad. Arizona's bad. Chicago's going to be bad. Buffalo could be bad. Ottawa could be bad. Montreal could be bad. Who knows, man? Who the hell knows? But when the Coyotes team is just awful. And they got like... <laughs> Do they even have anyone you would recognize? <laughs> so they have everyone signed for the next season, right? All the players that they need. And guess what their fucking cap space is still? League minimum, 56,000. Their cap hit is million. 60 million. 60 million, yeah. So their projected cap space well, is roughly... Well, the league owns this team. They're, they're doing the league minimum, obviously. Oh, dude. It's insane what yeah. these guys have. Like... And it's like their most expensive contract is fucking Clayton Keller at 7.1. And then it just drops off like a rock. And he's injured. And he's injured. Yeah. They got Schmaltz and Ladd and stuff, but... Keller's a good player. Keller is a good player, but, I mean, these guys are definitely bulking up for the fucking generational draft, right? So, and on top of that, they have like fucking, uh, what is it? They got eight picks... In round two, or sorry, they have uh, four picks. Sorry, I'm doing the math wrong here. Uh, in 2023, 
or sorry, 2024, they have three second round picks. In 2025, they have four second round picks. Like these guys are just gonna like. Wow, they're cleaning up thirty yeah. to sec- sixty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, like it's crazy what they're doing. Like, listen, I wanted to just pose a hypothetical question to you about our draft. I don't even know the names of the three players that we drafted, but between our draft class of twenty twenty two, between all of those players, do they play a full NHL season between them? So every single player we drafted in 2022, are they combined games, NHL games total? Is it over 82 or under 82? Okay, so I'll just say the names before I answer that. Topi Rooney. Okay. Or Topi Rooney. I don't know how you say it. Another Rooney. Parker Bell and Cade Littler, right? Those three guys. Between the three of them, do they play more than 82 NHL games? Uh... Uh, I don't think so. I'm going with no. I mean, I'm Flames looking at drafting. So I'm look. Uh, well, it's hard to tell these days because everyone's decent now. But like, this Topirani guy has four points in 19 games. Like, it's not great. Um, but he's and he's a center, so I I don't really. Wait, know. is he big? He's six foot. And weighs 179 pounds, 18 years old. I don't know. Parker Bell, 49 points in 64 games in the WHL. So not terrible. Six feet, 192 pounds. And then Cade, 45 points in 50 games in the BCHL. Also six feet and weighs 197 pounds. If anything, I'm thinking this Cade guy maybe plays 82 games. No. Okay, none you're just these, a no on everything. None of these guys. Well, they're all forwards, right? So, um, yeah. Do you think Coronado? Well, actually, no, he doesn't. He's not going to play this year, right? Why not? Oh no, he's going to play the season, right? He the call the last college year was last season. Who cares? Get over here, play. Yeah. Peltier, Zari. I thought he was going to play one more. I thought Phillips, he was going to play another Zika. one. Bring these guys up, man. Start bleeding them young. Give Manj the first line minutes. Well, this is a fucking depressing podcast, man. Blow it up. This was not fun to do. (laughs) All our loyal listeners are probably waiting for this episode. We're just like completely out of it. Just blow it up. And it's dark in my apartment right now. (laughs) It is dark. I feel like I'm in a serial killer's Starbucks right now. Yeah, computer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, it was a sad day. It was a sad day. Yeah, I think I think that's a day what it that is. was coming like, for a long time, but, but it we was knew. hard to swallow. Yeah, we knew, but it was like the fact that he signed for Columbus and for less money. Like it's like fuck, man. Wow. Yeah, and I, you just need players who want to be here, and you need to build that, and we need to build that through the draft. I think. And we need to draft better, and we need to draft first overall, and we need to suck. <laughs> we need to draft Bedard. Gary Batman, I hope you're listening. Heat the ball for the person to pick for us. That'd be, that'd be great. Flames, it's very fitting. Anything else? No. So we won't be back for a bit. We're not back till like August, September, end of August, early September. We'll do a preview. 
you know, camps get going, season starts going, opening roster, look how we're doing up and down, season predictions where we'll finish. I hope a lot happens between now and then, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm going on holiday, so I don't know what you're doing. You're maybe going on holiday too, so. I'll actually be on holiday the first two weeks of September. There you go. So, so we'll probably be back. Mid-September. Mid-September. That's when we're aiming to hit you with our season preview pod, because season doesn't start until beginning of October, so we've got time, so. All right, well. It'll be great. But yeah, thank you as always for listening. We really appreciate that. Hopefully you didn't take the Johnny news too badly. Listen, there's always hope. So never give up. Maybe this is the opportunity that we needed to reevaluate the franchise and take a different direction because I really do think eight more years of Johnny would have just been second round, maybe the odd conference final exit. And... There's only one prize that you want to win in the NHL, and we should set our ambitions on that. So I hope True Living's going to figure it out. I hope we have a plan going forward and we're not a rudderless ship. And whatever we do, it's, it brings home the cup. And before I'm dead. I have a spoiler for you. Don't. You're never going to see a cup in your lifetime. <laughs> And you will die alone. Yeah, I know. But I mean, every year I have that hope, right? I know. Me too. There's I take just, that back, by the way. But, the odd uh, chance. The odd chance. Yeah. I, uh, I'm kind of hoping that too. Listen. Right, well, that, that's, a, that's a wrap. Wherever you're listening from, thank you. Have yourselves a wonderful summer. Don't take the news too hard. There's lots of Flames fans out there to rally around. I hope you have a wonderful evening a good morning and a fantastic afternoon bye-bye for a few months